Oh god, I guess this is it for us. Yes, this is it. Well, it's nice doing 80 episodes with you. Two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. Uh, right. Our two-year anniversary episode. Yeah. Uh, well, goodbye. Wait. But, Lane, you didn't sign the season three papers. Yeah, no. What? I think I signed up for three seasons. No. No, but you renew your contract every season, though. Well, not this time. I got shit to do, man. What? I got Cast Ranger. got all these video games to play. Sorry, man. Who's supposed to be my co-host? You. I'm supposed to co-host myself? Yeah. You can do it. You can split personality. Lane. Bye, Gar. Hey! Right, I guess I'm doing the two year anniversary all by myself. Schwa that roll call. A.G. Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pinkcaster, late. Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Hello everyone, and welcome to Season... Choose finale of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, aka the two-year anniversary episode. See, Landon realized he kind of left all of his important things in the room, so he had no choice but to come back. Dad tied me down to the couch, so kind of can't help it. Just like old times, eh? But greetings, everyone, to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster, Adogar. And I am your co-host, Ultra Pink Caster Lane. Hello. Yes. For 80 fucking episodes. Isn't that astounding? And it's our two-year anniversary episode, Oh, two too. years we do this shit. My God. We no, dabbing. It's <laughs> just like Hulk dab. Hulk dab. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the, the the spoiler ban on fucking Endgame is lifted so we can talk about it. <gasps> no. No, we're not going to talk about it here. No. But we got a very exciting new episode for you all, for Ultra Ranger-wise. We're going to talk about episode one of Ultraman 80. I've been wanting this forever. It's the perfect time to do it. Lane, we're not doing Ultraman 80. Oh. No. No. No, now it's ruined. Well, that's the obvious joke that you could do. But no one, that's exactly what it is. People want that expected joke. Who wants to talk about Ultraman 80? No, kind of like how we miss out on the opportunity to talk about the beach episode Gridman with episode 68 and not 69. Yeah. That was our own fault. Yup, we're just bad at timing episodes. But instead, we are talking about ep- four, episode 4's of 4... Four, four, three, four. Episode four. Three fours. Uh, we're talking about Ultraman episode four. Ultraman Tiga episode four. And since it is episode 80, we are wrapping up the finale that is of Kaiju Club episode four. Yeah, since fucking no one else decides summit, we were like, fuck it, we'll get Gar's sister to translate it for us. So it was actually fucking adorable, like, the whole time I'm just sitting there watching the Raw of episode 4 and Gar's just telling me everything that's happening, and I'm like, oh. So that was cute. Yes. But before before we get to that, let's talk about some news. With a downer. Oh, God! So, Ultraman Jeeds, Mayu Hasegawa retires from the entertainment industry. That's right, people. My waifu, Moa, from Ultraman Jeed, is retiring from acting. And I'm fucking sad, because now I'll never see her ever again. She was a one-time thing in a show and a movie. Yeah, which, this is the only acting thing that she did recently. Uh, she appeared in Ultraman Jeed, of course. Uh, Linking Love... And in NHK drama Tota Nichan. 
So in her, sister. In, in her post, she stated, Today I am retiring the entertainment industry. It's difficult to be myself, but I still feel happiness in my whole body and go through the way I believe. Thank you very much. So, yeah, she just feels like she's just not herself if she's acting. So Sometimes you think you want to be something, then you realize this isn't me. <laughs> sounds like me with my job. Yeah, sounds like me doing cast ranger. Oh, oh. oh snap. Ouch. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm sad, because she's, like, she was, she was really great in Jeed, and I loved her, and she's really pretty, and... Yeah, but she's not Lyha, though. Yeah. Take that back. She's not Goki, either. Goki's gay. Yeah, Goku's the best character in that fucking guy. G Goku? G no, Goki. <laughs> Goku was showing up, freaking instant transmission, freaking... Misia Busto. Misia Busto. Yeah, I'm going to miss her. But good luck with everything in the rest of your life, Miss Mayu Hasegawa. Yeah. Alright. And then the rest, uh, our other three news stories are kind of just meh. For starters, we have uh, early con, just the concept art for the, the new uh, Ultra Guard, I think they're calling themselves. Or the trio the taiga stuff yeah so we have concept images for taiga titus and fuma and they all look really really fucking awesome they also look good uh nothing pretty much it's just hey there's concept art spoilers spoilers if you want that is taiga's ass <laughs> that is that is nebula and 78's ass <laughs> Like, look how detailed the ash. So, I'm sorry. I love, someone, I love someone took a gif of Chris Evans' character from fucking, I think it's another, another teen movie. Yeah, it and was. He's just like walking over to the like a picture, I guess, of himself, but he's like looking at Captain America's ass, and he's just like, yeah. That is Alright, next news story. I shouldn't be deleting these since I didn't save them. Anyways, uh, Premium Bandai has announced that the new. No, there will be rings. We're getting more rings. More rings. Yeah, more fucking rings. <laughs> getting Kinga and Victory. Which actually the Victory no, ring looks no, pretty fucking cool. No, it's zero in Victory. Oh, is it zero in Victory? Yeah. What the fuck? Why isn't it Kinga and Victory? Cause and look, it's your crush, Gar. Oh. Yeah, he talked about this on Extra that like... He's who like, is she? Who is this fucking model for this jewelry? So yeah, I like the Victory ring. The Victory ring looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rings come in sizes of 9, 11, 13, 15, 17, 19, and 21. Cool. Two of those numbers is a legal age number. Take a wild guess on which one they are. 9 and 11. <laughs> Wait, no. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, they're expensive as rings are. So, yeah, um, uh, they're... Yeah, 12,000 yen, so they're like, gonna be like $150 rings. Yeah. So. Oh, when? They don't flash either? No, should, Gar, it's a fucking ring. I should get one for Kelly. <laughs> uh. To you, Kelly. My marriage, my marriage to you be a total victory. An ultimate victory. That is better than my freaking weird idea where it's like, oh man, I lost it. And then, like, someone cosplays Comrade Wizard, shows up, hands me another box, and, like, runs off. Just thanks, wizard. I'm using <laughs> Would you please? It, would you please? <laughs> that, that just sounds desperate. Marry me, please. please. Now. <laughs> Open your love. <laughs> uh, the Ultraman Zero color timer design silver nine twenty five ring is, you know, of course, it's designed after Zero's color timer. Victory's color timer. Yeah. Yeah. So those are cool. Yeah, they're cool. Not worth getting though. No. And our last news story: Godzilla versus Evangelion 4D attraction is opening up in Universal Japan. What? Yeah. So the person that wrote Shin Godzilla is also the creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion. No, I just want to see. Oh, sorry, the Evangelion theme just played with Godzilla Wars. <laughs> 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 
funniest one that I saw of Evangelion was somebody actually made a fan version involving King of the Hill. Oh my god. Propane Evangelion. God damn it. It's the funniest thing. Anyways, this is a weird concept, but sure. Uh, the I've all... never been into Evangelion because I just think it's too fucking weird. I've never been into it because I've been waiting for Netflix to finally get it next month. Right? Uh, the audience views the attraction through the eyes of government inspectors who are viewing the city from above. However, when Godzilla appears on the scene, Evangelion anime characters Asuka, Shinji, and Rei are dispatched in their mobile mecha suits to confront the kaiju in battle. Okay. Shinji, get in the robot. I know and, that joke. And yeah, so it, it's 4D, so you know like it's going to be like in your face. Oh, you can smell it. Uh, the riot itself is 20 minutes long and features a pre-show for the audience. Additionally, exclusive merchandise will be available to park goers for a limited time, including cookies. And a Godzilla and EVA-01 fusion popcorn bucket. That's cool. So, yeah, it's got it, Godzilla fused with... That's not Godzilla. That's Mechagodzilla. Yeah, this looks like Mechagodzilla. It's, it's, le it's legit Kiryu's face. Yeah. From the Millennium Godzilla films. Nailed it. And that's it. Alright, there you go. Here's your fucking news, people. Well, more news when we have more Taiga news. Wait, I thought we mentioned we're not going to talk about more Taiga news. Like, toy-wise. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Alright, anyways, on to Ultraman. Da. Da. So episode four, five seconds before the explosion. So this really confuses me on my notes because it, it looks like it says episode 4.5 yeah right so apparently the whole plot of this episode was they wanted to send six nuclear bombs to jupiter excuse me i don't know why i'm so fucking exhausted right now they they're going to jupiter go to jupiter to launch six nuclear bombs into jupiter for some fucking reason to find it or something like that for i have no idea why they want to do this they should just leave jupiter alone and everything will be fine but then, obviously, there's a fucking glitch, because of course there's a glitch. Four of the five bomb, six bomb, or five of the six bombs, were, yeah, no, four of the five bombs are recovered except for one. They can't find it, so they task the science patrol to go look for it. No, no, no not to go look for it. To oh, find a way on how to retrieve it without going into the water. And then, surprise, surprise, it's fucking on a sea monster kaiju called Ragon. Ragon. Yeah, and if you remember him, he was an orb because uh, he was a little mini one with his, with his baby. He was also he was also um, Chigasa's spark doll in oh, Ginga. Oh, that's right, he was. He was. Ah, excuse me, God damn it. We apologize that if we sound tired. Yeah, I don't know why we're tired. Yeah, I just have to go back to work soon. So oh, same in like a few hours. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyways, so. Pretty much, apparently, the chick or whatever is just like, oh, I'm going on vacation. Uh, yeah. yeah for one day. Yeah, yeah, for one day. Oh, you've been working so fucking hard. Here's one day vacation for you. It's like, all right. What? Eite, or whatever the fuck his name is. E-Day. E-Day. He's just pissed off because he has to stay in the base and, like, the does... ca ca cap's just fucking with him the whole time. He's like, it's like well, what the fuck does Fuji do? And she's here. Gets me coffee. She gets me. She's a woman. She gets me coffee. Fine, I'll get him. I'll get you coffee. Walks away. You just see Cap just sitting there smiling, like <laughs> with a little prick. <laughs> I get myself coffee. I'm a, yeah, I get my own coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I actually take tea. I like coffee like uh, how I like my men. Black. <laughs> Thank you, Airplane. Well, oh. such a good movie. Um. Yeah, and just hi to hi to like hi to just hi to the whole fucking episode. He's just. He's just there. He's doing his job. He's trying to figure out shit. Just his blank expression just describes everything about him. Yeah, because, like, remember, he's a fusion of Hayata and Ultraman, so, like, it's... He's just doing his job. Just... 
Hi, it's a go here. Okay. Hops in the car. I can just picture Ultraman. Sorry. I can just picture Ultraman just being in the car being like, I could easily just fly there. Just fly there. Um, and so then... It damned daytime... <laughs> daylight savings time. So Raygon, like, fucking destroys this fucking boat, and it's like... It, it's funny, because it even looks like the, the, the suit actor is, like, actually having trouble breaking this right. fucking boat. <clears throat> he's, like, trying to sink it, he's trying to, like, break it, but it's really fucking hard. And it honestly looks like the actor's having, like, a fucking hard time trying to break this model. I, can, and I can just hear, like, behind-the-scenes-wise, Smash it! I'm trying! <laughs> and, like... Like, I, I kind of wish... It's really funny, because, like, it, Raygon reminds me of, uh, like, something from World of Warcraft. It's called, it's called Murloc. It's a Murloc. So Murloc is this weird, like, aquatic creature, and he has, like, one of the greatest fucking sounds ever. It, like, it, it, it's interesting, because we got, like... My friends and I, we used to play World of Warcraft, we called them cock goblins. <laughs> so, th this, this is this is what a murloc sounds like. <laughs> so, I just, what was going through my head the whole episode was just seeing Rhaegar, I just started, Whoa! <laughs> I just fucking said of a murloc. I love murlocs, they're like my favorite thing in Warcraft. Um, anyways, yeah, and then apparently, somehow, after all this fucking destruction on the ship, apparently one guy survived, but he's like... Oh yeah, because he, he was outside the ship. Yeah, he was on he was on the fucking crow's nest when, like, so, the fact that he survived this entire encounter with Rhaegon is impressive all, all by itself. Now I'm just thinking about the 98 Godzilla movie with that one ship survivor, just with the lighter, and it's like... Gojira, 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 Gojira. That movie's coming out on Blu-ray. Coming out on Blu-ray. 4K. Yeah, 98 movie. Oh no. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> He's just digitally remastered to look like like original Godzilla. No, they just put the, they just put my head cannon that there's two of them. <laughs> I, I believe that there's two of them. Oh yeah. Um and so yeah, this one guy survives, but he's just like so delusional. He's fucking losing it and he, like he just he can't think straight. He, he just keeps mentioning White Lake, Bomb, and Kaiju. Yeah, and apparently, like, the bomb's, like, attached to Raygon somehow. Yeah, basically, it got caught in his, like, whatever, his thing, his, his, his like, his neck gills. flaps. Yeah, his gills. Yeah, gill. He's a fish creature, guard. They're called gills. Yeah, he's a sea monster. Oh, I, I wanted to call him dorsal fins. No, he's not a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. so Fuji and fucking Hoshino, they're, like, at a, like, the kid or whatever like that. He, they, they go to this beach resort, and, you know, they're playing volleyball in Which, Edmonton or something. If you're on vacation, would you still wear your work uniform? Eh, like, I don't know. I, we were, me and Guy were just like, oh... Expected to see her bikini or something. Yeah, I was expecting to see her in a bikini. Yeah, it was a sexy, it was a different time. Would have been a one piece bikini, but I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they, yeah, they're playing. They're like babysitting this little girl who's being a little fucking twat. Like I'm sorry. Just, like kids, kids can be little fucking assholes, like, and like not all of them, but like this girl was just being really like up, like stuck up, and it yeah, was fucking annoying. And she ruins her. She ruins Fuji and Hoshino's vacation. Because it's like, now they got a babysitter while her mom does something Yeah, because like, the mom's like, come with me. And she's like, no. And then like she's like, well, I can I can take care of her. Oh, she you know, just fucking kicks her in the leg. Yeah. Just being like, stop, no. We're in the middle of apartment. So then they managed to I get I was her, hoping to get laid. They managed to get her to fucking sleep. And then. Well, no, she's like a three-year-old child. Yeah. She'll probably fall asleep. Um, so then Raygon, like, apparently they've already known Raygon exists Raygon is i think they mentioned it in the episode it's like a myth yeah, he's like a mythical creature yeah so like he can be like he can be like soothed with music and stuff like that or yeah. something like that which and so, guess that explains why chigasa was a part of Raygon because oh, the whole music thing yeah because it's like a mermaid oh and in the melody an yeah. orb oh yeah oh, oh so Raygon just likes music I guess we know that now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, thanks, Ultraman. <laughs> thanks, HD ra HD Remaster da Ultraman. Damn, Subaraya, you're good with your continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Marvel. Right? Aww. <laughs> Fuck you, Spider-Man Homecoming. Eight years my... That's Eight years my... And they didn't even fix that for the Blu-ray release. No. You couldn't fix that! Yeah. Uh, anyways. So, 
uh, Raygon, like, goes, like, they track that he's going to, like, land or whatever like that, and it's like, oh, if that bomb explodes, like, it, like, Int- drops, it's gonna explode in, like, 20 seconds, and it's gonna fucking kill, like, thousands of people. What will happen? Well, for starters, Nevada will become wine country. But no, they, like, they, like, Cap's describing the bomb, he's like, yeah, if this happens, thousands of people will, like, die in an instant, and turn to, and the whole, like, Tokyo will turn to ashes, and just, you see them, like, oh, man, I'm like... Like, you don't even have to say what it's going to do. It's a bomb. You know what it's going to fucking do. It's going to blow up people. Like, it's obvious. It's like a 21 Jump Street. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I was just expecting it to blow up. <laughs> so, so yeah, Raygon's, like, on the shore or whatever like that. And so, like, Fuji's trying to, like, uh, evacuate everybody. But then she realizes, like, oh, fuck, we left the girl in the, in the, in the room. In the hotel so, room. So they, they go up. And oh, surprise, fucking surprise, Raygon happens to be in front of the window in their room where the girl's sleeping. And so, like... I was expecting to go all King Kong and, like, he just grabs oh, her. Oh, that would have been great. So, yeah, and then, like, fucking Hoshino, like, takes takes a knife, whatever, that's, like, on the floor in the room and just, like, stabs his you, fucking you, you, hand. You know what? Hoshino's a more ballsy kid in this episode than he was in episode three. Yeah. At least this time around, he's not, you know, getting in the way. And he just he reminded me of the, the fucking best friend from Big... Tom Hanks. Oh, freaking uh, Billy? Yeah, he just kind of looks like him. Billy! Billy, <laughs> Um, so then... <laughs> now I'm just picturing a big situation. Except turning... Except... He doesn't turn into Tom Hanks, he becomes Ultraman. There you go. Wait, Tom so Hanks. that's just Shazam. Oh my god, yeah, it's just... It's just the low version of Shazam. Yeah. It's me, Billy! It's me, Billy! You gotta show me a of this kick receiver stuff. You gotta show me more of this Ultraman stuff. Um... God damn it, now I kind of just want to make, like, the fucking thumbnail just, like, Tom Hanks head from Big, but just on Ultraman's body. <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. You know what? I'll, just, just, just. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just show it. Yeah, there like, you go. I'll show it. Yeah, we'll have something better for the thumbnail. Yeah. Oh, we got things for the thumbnail. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, anyways, so they, like, oh, well, maybe we could calm Raygon down with music. So they, they try, and they have a ship, like, playing music, but then he goes fucking ape shit and then, and then like cap realizes oh the radiation might have messed with its instincts so it just made it go fucking crazy what else did the radiation do oh gee i don't know let me question it's 30 meters tall yeah so then just like ida's just like oh i wish ultraman was here and like yeah is just like all right yeah the whole time i'm just like sitting here and he's just trying i'm just like just Fucking transform into Ultraman, dude. Like, you know you have to. You could save the world in, like, and, like five seconds. And, Arashi or whatever like that, like, he has, like, he has the chance to, to, like, shoot down Raygon, but the cap's like, no, if you shoot that, you might shoot the bomb, and then it'll explode, killing everybody, and it's like, oh, okay. And then, like, he's actually, like, pissed off, but then he, uh, he gets, he crashes, like, he gets hit or whatever like that, and then, like... I saw, I saw his parachute. Yeah. He's okay. He, he ejects from his, uh, out of... Uh, through a parachute but then like it just has like this really shitty model and like it doesn't even like it looks it looks so fucking awful because like the legs are not properly proportioned oh i'm sorry that a show from 1966 with a freaking shoestring budget couldn't afford to make an action figure a plastic toy soldier painted it orange and i would have fucking thought that was more convincing you know it's funny at walmart actually they're actually for they released like the bucket of soldiers oh. like the actual bucket and it's like the same thing it comes with like 75 of them actually kind of dope. yeah they're 25 bucks but how do these wobble around ow <laughs> just when the mom steps on one of them and he's just dying go on about it I'm never leave a soldier behind they're not lying up. they're not lying around on a job <laughs> <laughs> I love this also too I love. All, I also love Toy Story. We all love Toy Story here on Kaiju Sensei Old Radio. So, to infinity and my foot. Wait, uh, yeah, Raygun design-wise, I think he looks cool. Oh, he looks great. He reminds me of uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Y- yeah, I think that's what he's inspired off of. So, um, I mean, no, I think he's just like based off like the legend of like the Mer Monster and stuff like that. Because like you know, the it's Mer-Man like everyone, from He-Man. Well, yeah, because like. The thing with like mermaids, they like they drew in oh. uh, like sailors on the sea, and yes. then like and then when you actually see them for what they really are, they're actually like these terrifying like fucking creatures, and they'll kill you. Maybe that's why it likes music. Yeah, well, no, they use music to draw in people. That's what like the sirens were from uh, Homer's Odyssey. So, mm. 
Um, so yeah, Soldier Man fights him and like he oh, defeats Rhaegon. The most stupidest shit happens. Oh my god, the bomb. The, so the bomb, as Rhaegon keeps walking around, it keeps dragging down his body. And then falls onto a tree, <laughs> onto which a... I called absolute <laughs> bullshit because like, it's like no way a tree could hold a fucking support like, a nuclear like, bomb. Like this bomb is probably the size of a normal human being. Because when Ultraman holds it, it's like in his in the palm of his hand. Yeah. So it's like, that tree must be fucking strong. Yeah, really. And then, like, not even, like, 30 seconds goes by, and his color timer's already going up. Like, bullshit, that was already three minutes. No, and no. then, like, the narrator's saying, again, like, oh, if the color timer goes out, Ultraman will never rise again. So, like, originally they just still had the, like, they came up with the concept of just, like, oh, no, if the color timer goes out, like, Ultraman's dead. But now, now it's more so, oh, you just... They just lose their energy. And they, they just detransform because we can't have, like, that kind of shit today in modern society. Did he die? No, he's... Except for in the Tiga dub. Tiga dub like, oh no, if, he, if his color timer goes on, he's dead. He's fucking dead. Tiga's dead. <laughs> Strip dead. He's dead. Uh, so yeah, so he manages to defeat Raygon and then he's, like, grabbing the bomb and, and he just picks it up. Yeah. Flies and it out into space. Flies into space. Ex- it explodes and then, like, I don't know how, but, like, immediately after they're, like, mourning Ultraman because they think he's dead, just Hyde just rushes in. Hey, guys, what did I miss? <laughs> oh, is Ultraman dead? No, I, uh, Ultraman's immortal. He'll never die. How do you know that? Uh, no reason. Just later on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just later on, when the kids aren't there, Arashi just goes up to Hyatt to be like, hey, man, thanks for telling the kids that he's not dead. Yeah. Holy. Um, see, I kind of hope in the next episode they go like, Ultraman, I thought you were dead. <laughs> Ultraman, I thought you were dead. No, but there's no, con- got better. there's no continuity in this fucking show. Uh, it's episodic. In a yeah. Way. Uh, and like, that, that's it. Hyatt's just like, yeah. No, I, I like the concept for this episode because, like, like I mentioned, episode three of, of, uh, of Ultraman, when he's fighting the other kaiju, he just brutally murders an innocent kaiju. Yep. Where this one... No, he didn't kill him. Like, he didn't kill Raygon. He just blasted him back into the ocean. Yep. Then again, probably is a dead corpse floating around the ocean now. Yeah, well, he had a kid or something, so, you know. Yeah, probably sank. And then, and then made offsprings. But this is personally my favorite episode so far of the original Ultraman show. Just for the sake of just how... How nice everything looked. Yeah. Like, from the lighting to the, like, just to the battleground as well. It wasn't, like, muddy. It wasn't dark. It was just open field. Mm-hmm. Let's fight in the open field. Mm-hmm. And not be Ultraman Ginga and have a dark gray sky. Or, no, sorry, not dark. A dull gray sky. Yeah. It's like, where's the, where's the blue? There should be blue skies. Uh, so yeah, so, I don't know, no idea what the next episode's gonna be about, so, uh, that's what's interesting about Ultraman, like, I just, I don't know what's gonna happen next. Anything could happen in the next episode. You were questioning so hard about how, it's like, wait, you guys got bombs, and you're sending them out into space. Why? Why are you doing that? Why do you need to bother Jupiter? Jupiter didn't do anything to anybody, just leave him alone. Japan has a weird obsession over Jupiter. Yeah. Starting to notice that. Cause in Tiga... Episode 4, Sayonara Planner. Yeah, so, ironically enough, Episode 4 of Tiga also involves the planet Jupiter... Just, it's like it's destiny that we're supposed to watch both these shows together. Right? It's like Tiga's trying to be like the original Ultraman. Oh. Uh, so, like, I have to admit, like, I kind of was paying attention during most of it. Yep. But, like, what I, what I got from it, which was cool, was that the mo- the kaiju for this week is actually, like, a fusion of, like, the three lost pilots and their ship. Which I think is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, so what happened was, like, since Tiga's meant to take place in the future, 
in, in quotes the future. Like I don't know. 2000. Like 2007, I think. Oh, fuck. Because Dinah takes place like 10 years after Tigo, which is 2017. Damn. Well, that shit didn't happen. Yeah. So Dinah, Dinah's technically 2017 all from head. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Jeed. <laughs> Piss off, Jeed. Piss off, Jeed. It's Dinah. This is, it's Dinah time. But yeah, um, so yeah, there was a astronaut with his family, basically his two siblings, or his, his children, not siblings, his children and him went up into space for the government to go check out Jupiter, because apparently we can fly to Jupiter now. Yep. And this strange entity absorbed their energy and transformed into, uh, oh, where's the kaiju's name on here? Uh, oh yeah, the composite monster Ligatron. 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 So yeah, I like the concept for this kaiju because he was made, he's a combination of the ship that they flew on and them. So like, the, the astronauts like embody the kaiju. Like the, like their souls are trapped inside. Yeah, and actually seeing them fucking dying is like really, te- like really fucked up. <sighs> like they're like all like, oh, I'm being pulled in, ah, he's not it too. I'm going in! <sighs> yeah, this is a fucking Atari commercial. Oh. <laughs> some <laughs> gay! So that was some kaiju, eh? Some, some kaiju. kaiju! Oh my god. <laughs> oh, is fuck. Pepsi Man considered an Ultraman? No. Oh. No. Ultra Pepsi. Pepsi Ultra. Pepsi Ultra? Yeah. Ultraman Pepsi? Ultraman Pepsi. Pepsi Man! Shwa! Um. And, like, we get, like, a message from, like, the cat, the, the father of the three, and, like, he's like, oh, I hope for my sake that, like, whatever humanity I have left, like, if I, if I, I'm not aware of me being responsible for Earth's destruction. Now, that's where I kind of got lost a bit with this episode. What I liked a bit more was, ironically enough, Shinjo got some character development this episode. Yep. In which, apparently, he doesn't like how tight TPC is, like, the organization that they work for. Yeah. Because it's like, we can't tell anyone that these people died, and it's like, well, I guess, like... Well, what the fuck do we say to their families? Oh, they just disappeared? I don't know. Maybe. In which he even mentions that he actually lost some friends as well, in, like, accidents. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's nice that we're finally getting some character development for these members of the, of the show. Yeah, and that, that, it's like teaches you a lesson where just like, you know, your government's not always open and honest with like the people about stuff. It's like, yeah. no, nah, they keep things under wraps. It's like, it's like in Halo, like uh, the secret government organization Oni, they're just like the biggest bag of dicks and they just try to un- uh, hide any real truth about like anything that could expose and like cause panic in the in the universe so what happened well for starters they're assholes he's an asshole he's an asshole um and i guess the whole daigo not wanting to be fucking tiga is just thrown out of the fucking window yeah because like in, in episode three like it seemed very like he was like yeah i don't want to be tiga fuck that shit and then no, just... no that was in episode two episode three was never brought up either oh yeah so i guess he just said fuck it guess i'm being ultimate yeah he just had like a deleted scene of it and fucking see if him talking to the ai chicks to be like you're gonna be ultimate to you no i want to be ultimate to you you're gonna be to you right now no no all right fine we'll get mcdonald's at the end of the weekend all right fine okay, fine. large fry medium fine <laughs> hey can i supersize it because it's 1996 yeah right you said supersize but yeah, so Daigo, I guess, just was now okay with being Tiga. So what the fuck ever. Well, didn't you didn't you hear the ending theme playing while he was fighting the kaiju? Yeah, I thought that was weird. So. Or would he be a space kaiju? Uchu kaiju? Yeah. U- Uchu Seiji? No, that's alien. Uchu Kiryu? Uchu Kiryu? No, that's Seton. Oh. Seton's a space dinosaur. The space dinosaur. No, but again, like I like this kaiju. He's fucking awesome looking. He had like yeah. one singular eye. And... and once they mentioned that he was like the ship that morphed into the kaiju, I'm like, when I saw him again, I was like, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I see the ship design on him. Like I can, like his eyes definitely the visor of the ship. So, like his back panels are like the the thrusters. Yeah. 
And so, like, what they, like, decide to, like, kind of help defeat him is, like, because, like, Teague is fighting him or whatever like that, and he's like, having a hard time fighting He, he can't break him. He's an impenetrable force. So then they they realize, oh, we need to beat him on the inside, not the outside. So they, like... Hey, if you find that opening, be my guest. Yeah, so it's, like, they, they send pictures and, like, stuff of, like, the three people's families. Or family. Or family. So it can, like, fuck with the kaiju, and then Tiku's able to defeat it. Yeah, because the spirits were able to let, were able to free themselves from Legatron. And Tiku's just like, alright, Zappelion Ray, you're welcome, flies off. And just, yeah, and, like, that's it. So, uh, like, this episode is really hard to follow. So I'm, much happens so fast. I'm starting to notice Tiku's kind of not a good as i thought it was going to be might get better but this is just episode four yeah we're in like the first like month of the show so it's like yeah uh one thing that i definitely have a problem with is that i definitely don't remember any of the characters well, like, name wise daigo hori hori i remember because we were making jokes about him before we started recording yeah which we're kind of hoping like because we have an idea for a name oh the episode yeah we got a name for an episode if he ever gets a focus episode yeah if he gets like a focus episode involving like a girl (laughs) (laughs) all all i'll say is if you've seen uh 40 year old virgin you know what we're going at yeah going at so uh yeah uh, yeah, it's not the greatest episode of Tiga so far. Episode 3 is still better. Yeah. Because I like the world building. It's like, oh, there was aliens before Ultraman Tiga showed up. And I like, I like the dude that he fought. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So let's get on to what we really want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, guard, take us in. So, before we start any discussion, this episode would not be possible without my sister. Because a few months back, before we were on episode 80, I asked her if she could do a translation job for episode 4. Since the fan subbers kind of gave up on episode four. Mm-hmm. They got three episodes into this four episode miniseries. And was like, nah, we're done. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we got more important shit to worry about. Oh, no. We, oh, no. We're just lazy. But we'll get around to it when we feel like it. Exactly. Like anyone else. They have jobs. Yep. So, my sister tried to translate it as best. She, she got... N- Percentage-wise, she said that she at least got 95% of it. Basically, the first six minutes, she did not understand a damn thing that they were talking about. Yeah, since they're it... talking about the show, Ultra 7. Yeah. So, she came over yesterday for the two-year anniversary. And she and I went through the episode together. And that's how I was able to make notes. And now I know what the episode's about. And I also told Lane, yep. which hopefully that helped. It did. It did? Yeah. Oh, I got I got a full insight of what this episode was about, so you, you know, it was very helpful, so good job. Yeah, so this episode still isn't subbed, but with my luck, it'll probably get subbed like that after this episode. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Then, then what we'll do is we'll, we'll watch it just on our own time. Yeah, we'll just watch it on our own time. But yeah, so Kaiju Club, a fantasy special effects youth record. 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 Episode 4 finale. The greatest invasion in history. So, this episode kind of wraps up everything. Because, unfortunately, Kaiju Club was only four episodes. Which, I kind of wish it was a bit longer like than six, that. Six, maybe. I think it's six. Or, like, a ten episode. Ten episode series? Yeah. Because, you know... It's, like, maybe near the end of the, the series, whatever, like that. Like, you know, a new Ultraman series is coming out, and they're fucking excited That's what I was expecting this show... Because this show starts in 1970. I was expecting them to hear about, like, Ultra Fight. Or, like, some time goes by, and then they hear about the return of Ultraman. Like, Ultraman Jack show. Yeah. And, like, they get excited because it's like, oh my goodness, it's new Ultraman. It's the return of Ultraman. That would have been cool. Oh, pfft. 
But now instead, this episode focuses on like the, apparently the last like two episodes of Ultra Seven. Yeah, the and, greatest uh, invasion in history. Yeah, and the kaiju that uh, is like kind of following them around the episode is Alien Gosh. Which, it's it's weird. The first time I saw him, I was just like weird. I didn't like how he was wearing like just like a green morph suit, and then he had like purple hair and this kind of scrunched up face. And it didn't really talk. It was like. Yeah, and it was, like, wearing, like, just, like, this, like, one-piece, like, shirt thingy. Oh, yeah, because it had Luffy and Zora. I'm joking. Not that. But, uh, not that one-piece. But over time, I actually grew to, like, kind of appreciate him and his design. And apparently there's, like, a bunch of these fuckers. Oh, yeah, they're a race. Yeah, so, like... From a, Mars, I So, think. I guess, I'm guessing the Ultra 7 finale, like, these guys just invade Earth. And... Oh, yeah. It was... The way that my sister described when the translations, Yusuke, the guy that draw like the guy that draws all the pictures, mm-hmm. apparently he mentioned how like these aliens were like, You you obey us or we'll fucking kill you. Wow. In which even in the translation with the alien being like, Yeah, that was a dark time. Yeah, holy shit, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like sorry. Um, so yeah, so this is just pretty much about Ryota just kind of deciding what do i do do i just do i stay with my girlfriend or do i continue on my love my true love for kaijus yeah because he starts to notice that him struggling between like his relationship with yuriko and the kaiju club are kind of killing him yeah they're putting a lot of stress on him which he's either not going to feel healthy or he's going to keel over and die yeah, like, I, it's kind of relatable, honestly, because, like, uh, like, with me, like, sometimes I'm, like, trying so hard to balance my personal life with my work life, and it's just, it, it's hard, which is, like, why, like, I'm making, like, a career decision a bit later, and honestly, I think it's for the best for me, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of, I, so watching this episode, I kind of saw what Ryota was going through, and I was like, you know what, I feel you, like, I really do. Which, now I'm actually thinking about it. Like, the idea that they're talking about in this episode being how, like, so after their meeting, talking about episodes 48 and 49, Joe and Cap notice that, oh yeah, Ryota doesn't look so good, does he? So Joe invites him out to a bar. It's like, come on, we're both overage, let's go drink. Oh, but I did, like, when they were thinking about the finale, like, you hear, like, you know, the Ultra 7 theme going on, and you just see all of them, they're just fucking emotional, like, Cap's just, like, in tears, like, (laughs) Oh my god, just fucking Dan confessing his love to Anna, like, oh my god. It's just like, it was fucking beautiful, but yeah. So, like, Joe invites Ryota over to, uh, uh, to just to tea, yeah, hanging out. Yeah, like, at a bar. He's just like, okay, man, what's, what the fuck's going on? Well, not, well, not that. He asks him, it's like, like, what do you think of the club? What do you think of Kaiju Club? And he's like, I love it. And he's like, well, I can't think of not having it. It's a great place to be. And I like being a part of it. And which Joe starts to get a bit emotional saying how, like, when he, like, when they first started out, like he and Cap did with the club, it was nothing but just critiques. And they would just talk about it. But now, over time, they're starting to over, like, they're starting to look into more things. Yeah, and, like, he kind of gets inspired just being like, if we, like, keep up with this, like, maybe, like, there's probably other people like us out in Japan. Hell, maybe the world. And, like, you know, we need to reach out to them and, like, meet more people like us. Yeah. And then, like, more people will, like, see and know how awesome kaijus are and how great Ultraman is. And, like, honestly, like, seeing that now, like, you yeah. can. Like, when I go to conventions and shit like that, or just anywhere, like, I can meet Toku fans and just talk to them about stuff, and it's awesome. Like, I love it. I love when I meet other Tokusatsu fans. I do, too. Except when it comes to Kamen Rider, then it's just, eh. Yeah, but, the, like, that's why it's great, because we've met some Ultraman fans at uh, conventions, and then we're like, yeah, like, yeah. do you like this in Ward? And he's like, yeah! Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but, yeah, jo- like, Joe's very... Like, he's definitely being, like... Passionate. Yeah, he's very passionate about what he loves. And, like, the hopes that he has for the future. Mm-hmm. Like, he he believes that kaijus have a spot in, like, a, in adult conversations. Yeah, and, and that's just where, when Ryota just, like, realizes, he's just like... 
I know what I have to do. Yeah, it, like he like he wants like he can't. He, according to the translation, he can't half-ass this. No. And one of the best quotes comes from him in this episode. Uh, like Joe believes that as long as they keep working on Kaiju Club, things will get better for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like from Joe's perspective, he wants people to realize that Kaijus are not just for kids, but also accept acceptable for adults to talk to as well. And one of his big quotes this episode, because he hands Ryoto a scrapbook full of like documents and like paper clippings of Ultra Seven, mm-hmm. be like, oh, maybe we can find something new about the finale that we can look deeper into. Mm. In which this quote I actually wrote down because it's a it's the translation that he said, like it's the line that he says translated. The kaiju culture is in the hands of the otaku's pen. Yep. Because it's what they say. That will show people. Yep. It's kind of like our perspective on things. It's like what we say reflects on people. Yeah. Per se. It's like people say ghosts suck. Like Conrader example. Like everyone says Conrader ghost sucks. But it's like that makes people think like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to go watch it or something. It's like you don't know unless you do. Yeah. It's like you don't know unless you try. Yeah. Type thing. Or it's like. Everyone in the Ultraman community is kind of like, yes, we all we all bag on Ultraman Ginga for not having a budget, but if it weren't for Ginga, we wouldn't have new Ultraman shows now. Yeah, we wouldn't have Orb, we wouldn't have fucking Jeeve. And... No, no, if anything, we pro- probably would have just gotten like a 50th anniversary movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then just Ryota's just like, alright, well I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go Yukiko, I'm gonna... Tell her, like... We need some time apart. We need time apart. We need a break. And then she, like, tries to go do it, but then she invites him to dinner uh, at his pl- at her place, and it's like, oh, I'll cook for you. And this, like, he's... It's, she's like, it's like, that's not a problem, is it? No, 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 not at all. And then just he goes back to his fucking room. God damn it, why'd I do that? But now there's the joke, like, the joke being that, like, her parents aren't home. Like, they're, go- like, they're gone for... They're gone for a few days. And she wants him to come over alone and cook dinner for him. Hashtag Netflix and chill. Yep. <coughs> Essentially. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and he's just like, God damn it, so he roped himself into something. So then like uh they're hanging out by like a lakeside. A river. Yeah, a river. Yeah, they're hanging out by a river. And like yeah, Yusuke and Shinjo are hanging out with Ryota by a river. They're both talking about the Ultra 7 finale while, while Ryota saying, okay, I have until Friday to tell her we need some time apart. But then shit hits the fan. Like Ryota gets up to leave or something. Yeah, he's about to head out. And he trips. He trips and all the, all the paper clippings go into the water. Yeah, all their work that they worked on for the... And mind you, this is 1970, so it's not like we can easily drag these scans in. Yeah, get these scans no, again. they're gone. Like, they have the papers, but it's, like, all that water damage. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah, and fucking what's-his-face is like, ah! Oh, yeah, Yusuke's scream in this episode was probably the funniest thing that I saw yesterday while my sister and I were translating this episode. And he's just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> just the way he screams. It's just... Um, and then lost Sh- Shinjo, he gets really sick because he was in the water. Yeah, he yeah he accidentally bumps heads with Ryota while grabbing the notes, and he falls straight into the water. But apparently, he's like very sick. He like like the cold affects him. Like the cold water got him. Yeah, so, so sick. he has to like stay in bed for a few days. Yeah, like he has such a high fever, and it's like, well, did anyone know what he was writing about? And it's like no, and he only had one page. It's like oh shit, what do we do? It's like, well, like, Yusuke comes up with the idea of, like, like where they're all kind of going towards it, being like, well, we could just postpone the issue and wait until our next deadline. And then it was like, uh, but basically Caps is like, we're not doing this because what's the point of Kaiju Club? And, like, he makes a big speech about how, like, we're, we're helping people understand the concept of the Kaiju boom. We're people who love these things. We just can't give up just because one of our members is sick. Mm-hmm. We have to make that deadline for the fans. 
which leads to uh, Katsuo, Tokyo Yongo, uh, mentions how what if they all just work on the on the issue together as one group. Which Yusuke decides to draw, and which Nishi, the other guy, the accountant, or I think he's a, an accountant. Yeah, I got the... He's the guy that's always wearing a suit. Yeah, he's always into mu- the music. Yeah. So when, like, I, I, I always liked it because I noticed, like, whenever he's working on the magazine with them, he's always, like, listening with headphones on, and he's, like, listening to recordings and stuff like that. So I like, I like that. I like that each of them have, like, their own, like, unique thing that they bring to the magazine. So, mm-hmm. like, that's really cool. And that was just really inspiring seeing them all, like, wanting to work even harder to, like, make sure that they could hit the deadline. So, like, that was really awesome. But, yeah, no, um, so he, Katsuo was just, like, like, that's what I liked. I liked that it was him and Ryota talking to each other. Yeah. Like, never, you haven't seen that yet. because yeah, once they're done, uh, once they're done with the meeting, they're, we're, they're just walking home for the day. Yep. And Katsuo, like, Katsuo kind of gets emotional. Uh... Like he's, uh, like he says he loves the kaiju club, saying he never had a place before where he could talk about something he likes so much, and saying that one day he wants to work on a tokusatsu series, and he thinks the kaiju club will be a good stepping stone for that. Oh yeah. Which I think, in real life, because this is slightly based on the real kaiju club that existed in the nineteen seventies, I. Th- think some of the members actually got to work on the official shows yeah that'd be cool i'm not sure i can't i can't confirm that but i i'll say it but just like having these conversations with them just like again put like in rio to say just like no i know what i have to do so yeah so he goes over uh to his girlfriend's place for for the dinner and then just she's like oh yeah come on in and he's just like I can't do I, it. I can't. I have something I have to do. Like, I, I gotta go. So he runs off, but then she follows him. And she demands. Yeah, she's like, what's going on? What's going on? I want an answer. And then he turns around and just tells her, like, I'm in the kaijus. I like kaijus. Like, the ones that you see in those kid shows. And he's just like, oh. And, like, like she's lost for words. She doesn't know what to say. And he's just going on about how, like. like this he, is my life. This is what I love. Yeah, like, I talk about kaijus. I critique them. I'm with friends who also like this stuff with me so much. We make our own magazine. Yeah, here it is. Like, 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 like hands like, a hands her a copy of it. Like we have our fan made magazine. Like we're currently in a pinch right now. I'm sorry that I have to leave you like this. Mm-hmm. And like he runs off and helps, and he joins with everyone else to work on the fourth issue. Not like it. Like caps just like like Hashim. <laughs> yeah, which apparently that was a reference to Ultra Seven. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're working on it, and just, like, kind of funny scene where the bartender's just like, we, we, we close at eight, guys. Yeah, the owner, yeah, apparently in the cast, according to the cast listing, his name's just Owner. Yeah, well, because, like, you know, Owner, Master, like, yeah. that's what you call, like, the, the shop owners. But yeah, he's like, hey, guys, we, we, we close in, like, we close at, like, eight. You gonna, you gonna leave? But then I think, like, they kind of just... Yeah, they, they work all night. Yeah. And so then, like, the girlfriend walks in, and... Ryota's just so startled by this. Yeah, and, like, everyone's like, oh, who the fuck's this? And she's just like, she's like, I'm, 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 her, I'm his girlfriend. No, no, she never mentioned, like, according to Gab, according to my sister, she never mentioned that she was his bro- uh, girlfriend. Huh. It's just, all she said was... I may not know what kaijus are, but I like you, Ryota. Yeah, so pretty much, like, we realize that, like, she doesn't give a shit that he's into kaijus and, like, he's part of this kaiju club. He just, she likes him for him. That's what she likes about him. So, it just, it stuns everybody, including himself, and he's like, she's like, I'll help you any way I can. Like, here, get some coffee. I'll make coffee for everyone. But, there are faces that they make. Oh my god. Where Cap's face is the thumbnail of the episode yes. with a birthday cake with two with two candles because it's our two year anniversary. And we'll put a party hat on. And we'll put a party hat. Like we did with Guy in episode 38 for the one year anniversary. Yep. 
So they work on it all night, and they're just like, yeah, we hit the deadline. Yeah, Fuck we yeah. got it done. Woo! I feel tired. <laughs> this, this one that just falls over on yeah, the table. they're exhausted. And just like, yeah... Ryota, she's like, yeah, I read the magazine. I didn't fucking understand anything of it. Yeah, like, just, but you think. I didn't understand a single word you guys were talking about. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but she doesn't care. Yeah, but she doesn't care. She just likes him for him. And then I made the dirty joke that he's probably the only boyfriend that she had that didn't want to get straight into her pants. Yeah, probably. It was the 70s. It was different. It was the 70s. Different time. Um... And, like, it, it was weird. Like, Alien... Uh, Gosh. Gosh. He's just, like, he... Yeah, he's being, like, really interactive and stuff like that. And he's, like... <laughs> like, like uh, there's, like, a scene where, like... Um, or, like, yeah... Uh, fuck, what's his name? Yeah, Katsuo. Katsuo? Or, yeah. And he's just, like... Like, he's a CEO, and Gosh is like, yeah! Like, just, like, oh, that yeah, Oh, yeah, because Katsuo... Like, when Katsuo mentions he wants to be, like, he wants to work on a Tokusatsu set one day, like, Alien Ghost kind of responds with, like, a, like, a yeah type of pose. And then, like, he walks away from the Kaiju Club, and then you just see everyone else, like, looking at him, and I was like, wait, 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 were they all aware that he was there? I think they all can see the Kaijus. Holy fuck, yeah. But they just didn't care, because it's just like, ah, oh, it's Alien Bolto. Oh, it's... Yeah. It's that time. But, and, I, shock of all shock, uh, Ryota's... Or, not Ryota. Yuriko's mom shows up. And it's... It's, uh... So, Yuriko's mother finally shows up. And, like, she finally meets Ryota. And is like, oh, thank yeah, you for taking good care of my daughter. You're a nice boy. And you're all nice guys. Good job to you all. In which, it's kind of a nod. Because her actress is Yuriko Hishimi. Who's famous for playing Anna from Ultra 7. Yep. So it's like, eh, that's kind of awkward. It's cool, Dan Morbo, she actually had a love interest. Well, she liked him. I don't think he liked her. Oh. Okay. It's kind of like a Helga thing. Mm-hmm. From Hey Arnold. And yeah, just a few days go by and things kind of just go back to normal. And then they, like, talk about, like, Cap's just like, yeah, no, next week. All right, talking our about next issue. Bolton. And then you just see Bolton just like. Oh, 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 oh. It's, like, it's cute in a way because it's, like, it's nice to know that, like, nothing changed them. It's just, all right, let's go. Let's keep doing this. Yep. And according to the narrator at the end of the episode, like, while, uh, Basically, as time went on, more and more members joined, uh, helping bring fans together. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the end for Kaiju Club. A very heartwarming finale, I would probably say. Yeah. No, this was really good. And, like, again, just overall, I really enjoyed Kaiju Club. I thought it was a really good series. Like... And as we were talking, like, as we've been talking about it for, like, the last 80, no, 20, 40, what would you say, 60 episodes? Yeah. Yeah, because this is episode 80, we didn't start until episode 20. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, in, in that time span, another popular type of show came out called Tokusatsu Gagaga, which it, like... Everyone was kind of losing it, being like, oh, a full-grown person, like a full-grown adult's, like, liking Tokusatsu, and they have to hide it from the world. And I'm like, wow, I already watched that over there. It's called Kaiju Club. I'm like, no, like, no one pays attention to it, because it's... Well, we did. Like, like, let's face it. Savage Caster's right. Not a whole lot of people like Ultraman. Yeah. But uh, you know what? We watched it. You made me uh, watch it, and I honestly, I really enjoyed Kaiju Club. It was really good. I could see like how meaningful and like you know inspiring it is, and like it just makes me proud. Proud to like uh, makes me proud to love Toku. Oh, oh. So. this show makes me feel more like th- like this is what we are as like a ca- as the Cast Ranger little universe that we live in. Like, this show, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of just guys that, like, for, like 
a group of people that just like to hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, we talk about the things that we love, but we also just love each other's company. Yep. Exactly. And it, uh, I'd love more stuff like this. I would love to have a season two. I would love for episode four to have a proper sub. Make a sequel about, like, these guys and they have kids. And, like, they're talking about fucking 90s Ultraman or something like that. Like, like talk about, like, you know, like, their kids are talking about Tiga or something. That'd Hell, be great. Give them a TV movie where it takes place over the course of the 70s. Or, like, takes place over the course of the decades. Being like, oh, yeah, this like... Like, hell, the 80s had nothing for Ultraman-wise, mostly. Like, mm. probably like a handful of movies here and, and there. And anime that came out in 79. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that when Titus shows up. Woo! Because he's, he's a part of that universe, apparently. Jonas. Jonas. Oh, I get it. Jonas, Titus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. Yeah, they're like Hibikis. <laughs> it's like Hibikis. Uh... I also wouldn't mind seeing this just as a compilation of, like, just one massive movie. Like, it taking place over, like, the whole course. Yeah. Like, you would have to cut a few scenes, but that would be fine. Mm -hmm. Also, we never got around to talking about the Twitter episodes, but it's because the Twitter episodes were, like, a minute long and they had nothing to do. Yeah. It was basically the owner and the... uh, Fumi Kababa. Yeah, Fumi Kababa. Which, that was one of the big reasons everyone wanted to watch this at first, but then they kind of gave up when they realized it's about Ultraman. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was basically just her and him reading the magazine, and, like, she would make a joke of something. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, that's Kaiju Club. Honestly, like, give it a watch if you have time. Sucks episode four isn't subbed fully. So. But if you listen to this episode, you kind of get the gist of it. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, guys, sister, for. Yes, big thanks to my sister for translating this episode for me, and well, for us. Yeah. Per se, so that we can actually watch this show in its entirety for our recording. Well, we've been here two years and we ain't going anywhere yet. In fact, this show makes me want to keep working on this show. Right. The Kaiju Club definitely wants me to keep doing this show. Oh, yeah. And, like, and that's the thing about this show that I like doing about Ultra Ranger. Is that we, we don't constantly stay, like, stay the same. We evolve over time. We gradually keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, if you remember when we first started out, there was four of us. It was you, me, Crunch and Noble. Crunch and Noble. But then Crunch and Noble... Part, like they kind of parted ways with us. Yeah, I say just they moved on. Yeah, they they've moved like, on to do other things. Uh, Crunch is the one that does the live stream. Yeah, Crunch is, does streams a lot, and then Nobles is kind of doing whatever he feels like. So yeah, I think he's doing job. like D and D games. Yeah, and he works a night job. So so yeah, we don't we we don't we don't hate them for for leaving. It was their. It's a, we it, understand. It's their life. Their lives, you can do it. And honestly, me and Gar have made this show really strong by just the two of us. For the last... Our chemistry, so... Yeah, for the last 60 episodes, it's just been Lane and I just doing the show. Mm-hmm. Friggin' midway through season two, we freaking rebranded ourselves as Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Oh, yeah. In which, I actually saw a post on Instagram where it was like, Oh, maybe there'll be more Ultraman in the future. Like an Ultraman Sentai Ultra Ranger. Now, like... Hey, that's already a thing. Go go look it up on YouTube. Oh, oh. and then that comment probably got disabled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Just well, we, we got we got through fucking all the new generations. So yeah, we got through the last ten years of Ultraman in the span of two years. Now we're going back and watching the older stuff. Yeah, we're watching the old, new old, first show and the thirtieth anniversary show. So. I'm, Excited that we're doing that. Yeah, we're also talking about Gridman. We've talked about Godzilla stuff. Hell, we have a fan out in the Philippines, is it? Yeah. Yeah, we have a fan out. We have one of our biggest fans, Thunderbuster Orb. Yeah, Thunderbuster Orb is one of our biggest fans. That's good. So. And I more and I hope more more will come in the future for us. Absolutely. Maybe next episode we'll get a new opening. <gasps> 
Maybe one that has proper Ultraman designs. Yeah. Not say, not saying our designs aren't good now, but I'm just saying we can make them better. Because, like I said, we evolve over time. Exactly. Make fa- just new coat of paint. It's like poetry schwaz. It's like poetry schwaz. Our crazy thumbnails. Oh, I love. Hell, we're on episode eighty. We're twenty episodes away from our big one hundred. We gotta do something. Big for episode 100. Oh, yeah. Episode 100's gotta be something huge. Okay, we gotta talk about something Ultraman related that's, like, really unique and special. Something that, like, impacted Ultraman as a series of franchise. I think I know what we'll talk about. If it... Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll think of something, Gar. I'll think... Like, there are many things that we could do. We could do Dragon... We can do that Dragon Force anime movie if it ever gets subbed. <laughs> I want to watch that so bad. Even if we, even if it's not sub, we'll just fucking watch it and just go off what we saw. All right, like, like we could do that. We could talk about like one of the American adaptations. We could talk about just our retrospective of Ultra Ranger, like as a whole for like a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. We could do anything. Yep. Except for Ultraman Dino. <laughs> I'm joking. We'll get to Dino eventually. Once we're done, Tiga. Anyways, we couldn't talk about Ultraman 80 for episode 80, but maybe episode 180 we'll talk about Ultraman 80. If we get that far. We'll do it. We will talk about Ultraman 80. (laughs) Uh, So this was Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 80. Screaming faces. (laughs) No. No. Uh, We'll think of something special. Yeah, we'll think. Jupiter's no. The Ultraman that the Ultraman that ties together. <laughs> the Ultraman that tie us together. That ties together. Sure. And boom. Yeah, there's our title. The Ultraman that ties us together. And yeah, that was a good two-year anniversary episode. Oh, yeah. And join us for episode 81, because we are actually going back once more to more Gridman. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, episode 81, we're talking about episodes 5, Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga, and episodes 11 and 12 of Denko Chojin Gridman. Goddamn. Yeah. As always, schwa for now, everyone. Schwa for now. And may season three be the best season yet. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.